1: What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, it's Chevoy back at it again. It's Friday night, people. You know what it is, man. It's time to get busy. It's trying to get live, man. We know what's at stake, do we not? It's the Rumble in the Jungle. <laughs> the Bengals are hosting the Bills. And the last time we were over there, I'm going to keep it a buck. We're looking very good. I tried to cap it. I tried to like, yo, we were on it. We we're going toe to toe. Nah, fella. I don't know. It wasn't looking good. And then the playoffs happened. And they put their money where their mouth is. And they took it. They took us to the woodshed is what they want to say. You know what I'm saying? Well, some people say that. And Bengals fans were feeling mighty good. And as they should. They should feel good about that. And uh, I won't be talking about this Bengals game on my own. I'll be joined by my homie. Mr. Houday himself, Mr. Zim's gonna be joining me. Um, and uh, we're gonna talk Bengals, man. We is I don't think it's gonna be about that ish talk. I think it's it's more because it's pressure on both sides of the ball, there's pressure on both teams, and uh we gotta talk about it, man. So without further ado, you give it a thumbs up when you're ready to go because we're gonna hit this thing rocking and rolling, my man. You good? Hands thumbs up, yeah. That's it, man. On- Ladies and gentlemen, let me bring in my man on the wind snapping podcast represent one of two because i know my man a's boogie he wasn't able to show up i got it <laughs> friday friday afternoons he gotta you gotta hang out with him. listen man zim welcome to the show man i appreciate you you know what it is
3: how's appreciate everything? appreciate you having me a lot of intro always a lot of energy and i always you know even though we on different sides you know i can't stop supporting you my brother
2: no doubt about it man i see you doing big things over there man I, and i love it and i and i and i applaud you brother because we got things we listen we do similar things we got. We bring the same type of energy. This is what I love about you when you come to the show. Your Bengals. We got to talk about these Bengals, man. Because I'll give you the the what's happening right now with Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia right now. There's a lot of inconsistency with this team. We don't know what Bills team is showing up. Is it the team that's going to let your ass up for 48 points, or is it the team that's going to barely put 15 points on the board against the Giants team? We have no idea. It's the epitome of inconsistencies, right? We are five and three. Feels like a hollow five and three, but nonetheless, five and three. Every win counts. But the Bengals in the in the north side, you guys are fourth and three at the bottom of the north. However, you guys are, you know what I mean? You guys are neck and neck, thick and thick and thin. Talk to me about these Bengals, man. Are is 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 Bengals Nation, are they, are they kind of I'm not sure what's going on with these Bengals, but you guys are on a three-game win streak. So it seems like you guys are trending in the right direction. Talk to me
3: it it is crazy how you know the the how long a season really is and the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of a season because literally like two weeks ago you would have asked me any other Bengals fan it was like the office hadn't done anything Joe burrow, you know like i'm I'm old school if you if you're healthy enough to suit up like you're healthy yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean so but he wasn't playing like what we known him to be I went out I took a trip to Arizona. We went out there, that was the first time so Shicey, he got his own shoe now, so he put the air Shices on. He, once he put the Jays on, he been Yo. acting different. He been, he been acting different. And then once he started going crazy, that's the part where I feel like everybody's like, man, I can't stand Bengals fan. Cause it's just this confidence level. Like if you got one of them guys, you got your Josh, you got your Joe, you got your Pat, Yep. you can't you can't give nobody that feeling bro like when when they out there like i'm not thinking i'm losing why would i think i'm losing and so yeah now that we in our bag like the last you know three out of the last four games or four out of the last five or whatever three game win streak
2: yep. three out it's, of last, it's on okay.
3: like uh it's on i feel like it's on
2: so talk to me because I, i'm talking to other bills fans be like yo yo hold on why are we because they, they get mad at me when I try to keep it as honest as possible. When I look at the opposition and I say, yo, we can't think as Bills fans, we're going to do what we do to, you know, teams and light up 48 points. Like it's different every week. And this team that's coming on has, has got our number. Sweet Lou has got our number. Right. So, but then they're like, wait, 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 wait,
3: let me remind I don't, you. Oh, no, it's not a big enough sample size though. Right.
2: So this is perfect. This is why I said, well, hold on a sec. Now this is a team that put up three points twice in the first eight games. So how are we going to put these guys on a pedestal when they're barely putting up points? You guys are averaging what? 20 points, 17 points a game. I don't know. 17 points a game. You guys averaging. So it's like, are we over? Are we as bills fans over hyping this team thinking this is the Bills, This is the Bengals of last year, or is this a whole new
3: team? And it's a, it's a, it it's a respect thing. It, it, it the first three, four games of the season, like for me and most Bengals fans, wipe it. Joe Burrow couldn't even jog. Like if you if you want to pay attention to that, cool. Like we we want that. I'm telling you, the last three games, he's the hottest quarterback in football. Like you can't tell me no different. The last three, bro, it's done like one pick and like nine touchs. Like I mean, I'm sorry, eight tuds in three games. So like he's he's on fire. The last game, if anybody saw you. Everybody can downplay 49ers all they want. 49ers still statistically are a top three defense in the NFL. Fred Warner is a beast. It's Bosa. It's whoever you want to say. You can say whatever. You can downplay it all you want. Dude threw a perfect game. It was a total of four incompletions. The four incompletions, go watch them. They're on target. 32 passes, 88%. Mm. Adjusted completion percentage, 94 in an NFL game. I don't care if I was playing the Mod Stars from... Around the way, I don't care if I was playing a, a, a double Dutch team. 32 passes in the NFL and you're completing at that percentage? I don't know, bro. He's, he's, he's hot. And he got this look in his eye and he's a lot different. At the same time, like you're saying, Bengals fans got to make sure that they understand what's at stake and who they're going up against. We're talking about a top Bills defense with a pass rush that will make anybody look stupid. They got a tight end that Bengals haven't been re- uh, guarding tight ends well. Bengals are giving up the number one amount of fantasy football points to tight ends in the National Football League. You got mm-hmm. that written down, right? So mm-hmm. Kincaid is on fire. That's a guy. I'll tell you too. The yeah. Bengals wanted Kincaid, and and then I look at Kincaid getting 258 yards. Can you imagine that in a Bengals offense right now? We have those conversations right now, and that's a big deal for us because we don't have a tight end that's like we probably got one of the worst tight end rooms in the, in the NFL. But our wide receiver room kind of makes up for it, but The defense has been standing strong all year. I just thought that the offense was so terrible that we gave so many teams so many ops, uh, like ways to go beat us. The Titans game was like zero to zero in the second quarter, or three to three, or something like that. The Browns game, same thing. Second quarter, the offense was so terrible because Joe Burrow couldn't move; he was just out there. I would throw that all away if you buy into all the stuff from before. That's cool, but I'm just telling you, like the team, they locked in and and they look a lot different.
2: So, sure. what Bengals team should I should I start looking at? Should I start looking at this last Forty Nine ers game? That's the Bengals game I should be looking at. What about that Seahawks game? Because I was watching that Seahawks game and it took it. The Seahawks just I don't want to say they gave the game away, but they just they couldn't they couldn't put it away. Let's put it that way. They couldn't seal
3: the deal. The you know of, what? It, you know what that Seahawks game reminded me of. What I want to know. It, it kind of reminded me of your last game last week, where you look like go look the first two drives. The first two drives of that game absolutely sliced them, killed them. Yikes. They going we go into like a chill mode, hesitant, punting on the on like on their side of the field type stuff. They had a lot of different possessions that I thought Joe Burrow should have closed them out. For whatever reason, it didn't work out. He didn't, he took care of the football. He doesn't make mistakes. And the defense got us out out of there. Like I said, the defense has been carrying. Um, But it kind of reminded me of watching your your game last week. I thought y'all looked dominant at the beginning, in the second, in the second half, not so much though.
2: We went, we we turned into conservative Kathy over here, man. We just started what punting on their side of the football. I mean, and I get it, Baker Baker wasn't really doing much. So you're gonna have to, if you're gonna will your team, you're gonna have to will your team to win it. And that brother almost did it. Had Gobin just turned his head around, and it would have been an epic disaster. But that's neither here nor there. This is a big matchup, and. The conversation right now that I'm having with a lot of Bills Mafia right now is pressure and who has the most pressure on mm. them. And it goes twofold it goes up against obviously the Bills and Bengals. Who's got more pressure? I mean, we're sitting in two of the toughest divisions of football. NFC North to me, excuse me, AFC North to me is one of the toughest, if not the toughest. I get argued with that all the time. And AFC East is coming on, right? The, the Dolphins with that cupcake schedule, they're handling their, what they're supposed to handle, they're handling their business. The Jets. Aren't too far behind, and then you got the Bills right now. Then with you guys, everybody's in the winning pick category. So, who's got the most pressure? Who needs this
3: more, the Bills or the Bengals? I think from a psychological standpoint, the Bills needed one thousand percent more because of how the playoff game went. From a wow. uh, from a how does your outlook on your schedule look from a conference standpoint? The Bengals haven't won any AFC games, so they need it. They need to go into this game. I think both teams have their own, like, you know, agendas, but at the yep. same time, this ain't, you know, like this is a lot. Like, there's some storylines that I don't think people are forgetting. And, and I mean, that I think people are forgetting. Bills probably will bring up whatever that I'm probably not thinking about. But I will I will tell you this. What's up? The the Brandon Bean convo afterwards. And remember I talked to you after after that game. And I don't want to suck enough to ever have a Jamar Chase. I think about that comment every single day. And the players (laughs) that I know, and and the players on our team, we think about it like the players that I know, they talk about that often. Like that's, that the Bengals fans don't need a little bit of bulletin board material. They only need a little bit because you think about like all the years that it was down. So we're used to, if we had injuries, nobody cared. If we won games, went to the playoffs, nobody cared so any bit a little bit that whole little i don't want to suck bad enough to get jamar chase that's a line that i think that they'll put right on the wall in Paycor stadium on sunday night and they're gonna play and show them how much it looks like when you suck to get jamar chase see and i asked this
2: question in in terms of like pressure and and what it amounts to because right now the bills if you look at it from the bill standpoint you got the Dolphins. I mean, we've won this, the division last three years, right? The the, the parity in the league is getting better. The AFC East, it feels like everybody in their mama is wanting to do, go to the AFC East and just pile up on that in that division. You got the Dolphins on top. You got the Bills narrowly holding on to number two with the Jets right behind them. And right now, the Jets have that one and no conference in, in division uh, record against them. So then you go to the the Bengals, the Bengals are last in the division right now. Obviously, the records are all the same. You got the Steelers that just had a huge win last week, uh, just just this past week. You got the Ravens that are on fire, right? Then you got you boys doing it. The Browns defensively are on like that's a good that's a good division right now. So I feel like every win matters for you guys. And I was, you know, I mean, we scour the internet, we talk. About, you see all these analysts that are out there. Joy Taylor, I'm
3: sure you've seen this already. Maybe you haven't. I good. have not. What is, Joy, what is Joy saying? Let me you. know, you. I ran You know, I ran into Joy in the Spaces one time and she'll never forgive me. She was like, You're a spicy Bengals fan. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, she's you know, she got that Steelers in that that Dolphins background. And I started <laughs> getting you know, the Bengals have won four out of the last five against the Steelers. Like the one game we lost on a missed extra point. Like, I was giving it to her. She was like, oh, Who the who You're is spite. this? But, <laughs> You're waiting for me. You had your moment. I had to cook her right quick, but tell me, what is she saying?
2: Well, check this out. So they were asking the same question I'm asking right now. Who's got the most pressure? Is it the Bills or the Bengals? Here's what Joy Taylor has and What is at stake
3: in this huge matchup that has us very passionate? Uh, the Bengals staying in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. Bengals got to win this game. Mm-hmm. They forgot about that, Joy. They the the Bengals that. haven't won an AFC game yet. They're at the bottom of the division in the AFC North. Oof. I don't know if anybody saw it, but Steelers won last night. They did. The Ravens are at the top of the AFC. Yeah. They were right there. Browns will play around and win some more games. They're probably going to win this weekend. They play the Cardinals. Mm. They got to win this game. It's unacceptable for the Bengals to lose this game. They have to win this game. What's at stake?
0: Bills will be all right. Bills will be fine.
1: Mm, I don't
0: know. They'll don't be know. all right. They'll be,
1: they'll, be better than, they'll be better than the Bengals will be. Uh, yeah. The Bengals margin yeah. for error is like this. The Bengals have to win this game.
2: Everything <laughs> she said there I was I was I was like, OK, then she said the margin for error. I think the margin for error is big on both sides. But when I look at what you guys have done, she said something about you guys are 0-4 in the conference. Oh, that's, that's massive. I didn't I didn't realize that until she put that out there. So it's it is tough and it's it must win for both teams.
3: I feel I feel like y'all I feel like people hype in that part though. Like for me for both of these teams, both of these teams, like, like let's be let's be 100, Unless you are just a Bengals hater, like I can't help you. But let's keep this a hundred. Both both of us are going to the playoffs. I you can't convince me that whoever is about to take some massive crazy league. We know how this go when it get to the real games. Like both of us going to the playoffs. I just want to say that but the difference is this to me. The Bengals for the last two years going 2021 and last year, they were four and four and five and four, both both different times. So telling a Bengals fan that we like, we had heard that every single year we went to a Super Bowl and then went back to an AFC championship game. So to me, if the Bengals were to lose the game, like I feel like we still I got Joe Burrow and I'm a cook and I'm gonna come back. Like it's a long season. I'm not really tripping like that. If if now I will tell you this. There are odds out there, and uh, I just sent it to YouTube. PFF has a graphic and a lot of other people. If the Bengals were to win this, they go from a 30% chance to a 70% chance of going to uh, the playoffs, though. I will say that, though. Like, just off this one game alone. But I just don't buy it because I've just seen this movie happen for two Like, you, you don't understand. Like, from my perspective, I heard everybody and their mom tell us that the Bengals weren't going to go to the playoffs, weren't going to win a game, none of that for two years straight. I -hmm. won five playoff games when I got there. So like, think about it. Like nobody, even at the beating y'all in the playoffs, nobody is thinking like the Bengals are like here at whatever level, for whatever reason, we kind of like that, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I can't, it's a lifetime of conditioning. You know what I'm saying? Like you've, if you've been trained your whole entire life to think that the Bengals ain't really, then you still gonna think they ain't, and then we just gonna come out there and cook. So.
2: So here here's the uh here's what the, my man Zim just sent me just now. So if you guys are looking at uh at the screen here. So with a win there's a 70 70% they're going <laughs> to the playoffs. <laughs> 70% they're going to the playoffs folks. But they lose this game it's
1: 38%.
3: Oh. But come this on is- bro like t- with
2: 10 games left though like Listen, welcome to the new NFL. Welcome to the AFC. It's not a joke. Right. NFC, you have the margin, like she said. Uh, the, bill, the Bills will be all right. Hold on now. I see. I took, I took exception to that because the Bills will not be all right because we've got a division right now that they are seething to take us down. The Jets have been waiting. They took us down on a punt return, touchdown, and overtime. Right? Aaron Rodgers goes down. That's the Aaron Rodgers game, right? And then we come in and we thump the Dolphins. But then we, we put up a mediocre display against the Giants. We lose to the path. Like, I don't know what team is showing up. Now, injuries always play, play a part. You guys know that very well. Joe Burry seems to be back on top. If he's wearing the shiesties, he's ready to go. So I find this game to be very interesting. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty because I'm not going to keep you. I want to respect your time. There's some weaknesses on your team. And what is it about your squad where you're sitting here like, Yo, if they, if they expose us here, we're done.
3: We're going right. crazy. <laughs> hey, he'd be ready, he'd be like, it's some weaknesses. Tell,
2: tell the people about your weaknesses. Tell us about the weaknesses. The people need to know, what is it about the Bengals that if, <laughs> if we figure this out, wait, it's wait. a wrap. <laughs>
3: um, I will say, there, there are a couple of different things that stand out to me. I talked about the tight ends. I think it's part of the scheme, too, though. Last week we were talking about a team that's averaging 150 yards a game, so we're allocating more linebacker position, like more linebackers to stop the run. Kittle has a big game, gets a little bit in garbage time, but he does go over 100 yards. You know what I'm saying? Or at 100 yards, I believe. So he has a big game. So I think that they're successful to having tight ends uh, be able to do their thing. I think that our left guard Volson started the season was the weak point on our team. The last three games he's looked really good. You know, like that's the matchup. If the Bills are going to take advantage of anything, I think it's the the Ed Oliver on Volson matchup is the one that I'd be looking at. Um, aside from that, of course, everybody talks about this at nauseum, about the, the the new safeties that we have. I just think that Dax Hill is not what Jesse Bates is, uh-huh. but Jesse Bates is like an all pro safety. But I will say this from an athletic profile and at the line of scrimmage box, being able to make plays, Bro, Jesse Bates never made plays like Dax Hill did at the at the line of scrimmage like how he is now but the veteran savvy you know being savvy being at the at where you need to be all these different things like that the other safety in Nick Scott and Jordan Battle we kind of alternate Nick Scott has had some missed tackles early in the season they somewhat corrected that but they yeah. have missed some tackles I think Cam Taylor Britt is a lot like Dane Jackson in this regard I feel he like he's did. really good at he's really good at tackling his coverage ability is not the greatest, but he's so good at getting a jam on people at the line of scrimmage. He's really physical. So yeah. he just went against DK like a week or two ago and got the best of him. You seen, uh, you've seen Cam Taylor Britt versus Diggs in the playoffs. I don't know. I like, I like, I like Cam Taylor Britt. I think that they need to help him on the back end, though, um, with safety help. But those are the things that I think that the Bills can exploit. There's a lot of different things that I think the Bengals can exploit too, though.
2: Well, and we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that because I'm looking at you. I'm looking at what you guys bring to the table. What what's uh, standing out, and I know you guys are catching your stride, but I just feel that it's a one man show when it comes to you know what I mean, who the ball is going to, and is Jamar Chase It's Jamar Chase show, and I'm not saying take away Jamar Chase, and that's all you got. T Higgins is is a, he's a baller, but there seems to be some kind of disconnect. Chemistry's not there. I'm not sure what it exactly it is um but i'm not going to talk about that just yet i just wanted to touch on this cuz we're looking at playoff chances and it looks like the bills even if taking a loss according to PFF, we still got a 50% chance to make that playoffs and you guys dropped to 38 i don't give a damn what these numbers say we
3: need this win i, I don't want no 50
2: damn 50% chance I, to try I'm to get tell you
3: <laughs> psychologically after that playoff game i feel like that's the reason more so than the graphic though that that's just my opinion though I just think that, like you, you don't need to go the rest of the season saying we can't beat this team, and because then it starts to create doubt, and then when you see me in the playoffs, you don't want to see me. You feel me? So, like to me, that I think that that's the bigger issue. I don't think I think either team could lose this game, and I think they still go to the playoffs, bro. I really do. I don't. I think that there's three three top teams in the AFC. No matter how much these other teams are on the on the up and come or whatever you want to say, Jaguars. Jets, uh, whether it's the Browns defense, whatever, I don't care. None of them teams got the quarterbacks that we got, so when it's time to go and deal, I just don't believe in. Like, when schedules come out, first thing you're looking at is what's the quarterback you're going up against. Like, I'm not tripping off none of those teams, bro. I'm sorry.
2: So when you're when you facing uh, okay, so we talk about the quarterbacks now, now you got Josh Allen coming to town. So, when Bengals fans, NFL fans, they look at Josh Allen, I mean, we look at him like you look, you, you said something that was perfect. Yo, I know who we have. We got Joe Shiesty. He's that dude. Whenever he's whenever he's when he's on, I'm picking him over anybody. And that's the way we feel about Josh Allen. But when you look at Josh Allen from an opposing fan base, are y'all like, I'm not saying are y'all shook has nothing to do with shook, but does he scare y'all a little bit? Like
3: that boy could be a problem when he's cooking. I wouldn't say scare, but respect. Mm-hmm. We res we respect them. So you know. You'd be a fool not to respect him to see, you know, what he's done in this league. I think we go against Lamar Jackson a lot, and we go against like, you know, we've been going against Deshaun Watson and guys that do have wheels. Yep. And I think the Lou and scheme is kind of. I up. watched the I watched the Lions do the, the I watched this game. It was maddening. They played the Ravens the other day, right. and every single time they're just shooting straight uh, right up the field the Bengals aren't going to shoot up the field to go try to get josh allen they're going to try to cage him in and, and, and keep contained they're never going to just shoot up field if it gets beyond three seconds then you might see a rush but they're not going to just shoot up field and allow him to just break contain and then run all over the place like that's that's just the way our scheme goes the scheme is geared towards coverage and anybody that's right there like we'll keep guys that are in that area being as josh allen is one of the greatest like athletes probably to play the quarterback position. It's just bound to happen. He's gonna get off on something. You feel me? So you gotta make you gotta respect them and make sure that you understand that.
2: I'm looking at the rest of the I'm looking at your time here. So I'm looking at the rest of your schedule. You got the Bills, then you got the Texans, which is no <laughs> slouch. Then you got the Ravens right after that again. Then the back to back division games. Steelers. And then it's the Jaguars.
3: I'm sweep, I'm sweeping the
2: stillers. Hey, listen. Kenny Pickett didn't look so great, so I mean, I can see I'm sleeping. Them. I see y'all. I see y'all coming on right now, but I be- got a broom for him. <laughs> then you got the Jaguars. That you know, I mean, they they they, they doing That's their thing
3: right now. That's the, a cool. tough game.
2: Vikings. I mean, the they're, they're
3: Colts gonna- backup quarterback. Vikings back up quarterback.
2: Y- y- listen, I'm seeing this right. And then you got the Steelers <laughs> again. And then you got the Chiefs near the end of the season. Then you got the Browns. Yo, it's not a it's not a cakewalk. Y'all got a tough schedule. Okay. Y'all got a- <laughs> and. That's why I feel like this, this, this game, y'all need it. You know what? The Bills might need this a little more. And this is where I feel like we got more pressure on us because not only do we need this win, we got to face – I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not sleeping on the Broncos, but the Broncos, we should be able to handle the Broncos. But then we face the Jets, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers, back to back to back to back. We need this win, my man. Yeah, that's serious. That's just serious- I'm going to
3: say, in the, in the teams that you named in our division, though – like, go look at the Ravens' last eight. That is no joke. They got a bunch of games at home, but that's another thing that, like, you got to factor in too is like, what are the people doing around you too? I would take my last six, eight games versus over a lot of them people. None of them, none of these games in, in any of these schedules are cakewalks. So let, let's true. be very clear on that. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I'm a guy that really breaks down and I really like certain matchups. I think that the matchups on some of those matchups that you name, I think they're, they're, they're in the Bengals' favor knowing what I know about our defensive scheme. For sure. This is the last game on the schedule where offensively there's a team that I think is just that could run it up on you, right? Out of all them teams that use his name, none of those – there is no Dolphins, no 40-point yeah, Eagles. you know, And then the Chiefs, all of our games are always in the 20s because we do the same thing. We, we cage them up, and that's how we go. And so, and Joe Burrow's three and one versus him. So I don't feel no type of way like you can't force somebody to be afraid of something that they've done like consistently. So that's the way I feel about those games. I think the matchups that I was talking about earlier yeah. is I feel like this. You talked about T. Higgins. T. Higgins had fractured wrist for three weeks out of the season. He mm-hmm. didn't play in one game. So I wouldn't buy into that too much. There's a young dude named Yoshi that's been coming on strong. He's got a couple of touchdowns recently too. We just drafted him. We got some guys, but the run game. Joe Mixon just came off his best game, I thought, of the season this past week. The way that they're blocking up front with the new addition of Orlando Brown and and the guys that we have up front now, wait. Like, I haven't seen the Bengals block up front in the the run game since 2015 like this. Tim,
2: y'all are averaging less than 80 yards a game. I need, I need you to explain that to me because, I mean, I see that you're saying that the run game, but I'm looking at the sample. I mean, we're eight weeks in. Y'all are rushing for 80 yards a game. Now, mind you, Mixon had a nice game last week. Don't get me
3: wrong. But, like, that's one game. Talk it's about you. a it, the run game for the Bengals because of the three wide receivers, and now we're introducing Yoshi into the fold now, too. All right. And then we got another young dude in Charlie Jones who's coming off the IR next week. So, you dodged that guy, too. Mm-hmm. But we got wide receivers, for sure. So, we're we're gonna throw 60-40, right? But it's about efficiency. When we played you all in the playoffs, I thought Joe Mixon was the best player on the field. Absolutely. When we when we, when we play certain teams, there's different matchups that they're gonna look for up front that they're gonna wanna go and exploit. And I think like this in the run game works out better for them. We are a pass happy team. Yes, we are under 80 yards a game, whatever, but that's how we've been he okay. will have big games where he'll run for 100-something. We might come back next week, throw for 350, 400 yards, and only run for 40. So the numbers don't really do it as that, that much of justice. To me, it's about the efficiency. Early in the season, the offense was so bad that it, it didn't matter if Joe Mixon had a run or not. The last couple of games or so, I think they're running the football more efficiently. So it might not be a crazy game, but even in the game that I thought we played y'all in the playoffs, they only gave it to him 14 times for 96 yards. I thought they should have gave it to him 24 times. They didn't, but, you know, and then he ended up with, like, 96 or something like that. But that's how they, they view the running game. They use it generally to close out games. In the beginning of this thing, they're going to come out throwing.
2: All right, before right, I'm going to let you go. But before I let you go, brother, and I appreciate your time because, I mean, obviously we could do this forever. But, you know what I mean? I got to respect your time. Uh, you got an opportunity right now. I got a segment called Say It With Your Chips. And uh, I'm gonna give you a moment to kind of think about what you wanna say. And once the segment, you know, what I'm saying prompts you to say something with your chest, it could be to Bill's mafia, it could be to Bengals Nation, it could be to the NFL, it could be, it could be to you know I mean to, to Bill's fans everywhere, right? So once that segment starts, you know what to do. It, it it's say it with your chest time. And, say uh, with chest. You-
1: uh, say chest.
3: With
2: your chest now, let's
3: go. I'm gonna say this. I think that the Bengals are a really, really good team. I think the Bills are a really good team. I love the matchup. I think Sunday night is gonna be fireworks. The crowd's gonna be crazy. But I'm gonna tell you like this. I don't care if we were going behind an alley. I don't care if we was going to a barbecue. I don't care if we were going to any function that you could think of in life. I'm going with nine.
1: Hey,
3: <laughs> I'm going with nine. And a, and that's the and, and a lot of people want to say whatever like oh look at his numbers. It, I'm telling you he does this. It's shiesty season, and when it get cold, he's different. He's a crazy young man, and he's a he does some things that Bengals fans really really believe in this guy, and it's not because of luck. Anybody that's thinking it's luck. We want y'all to just respect us the same way we respect y'all. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to stop saying that luck stuff and stop saying somebody else is carrying us. The Bengals wouldn't have gone to no bowl, no AFC championship game. If it wasn't for nine, he is not of this earth. And it's it, it could look methodical. It could look a little dink and dunk. It might be a little drop off. He's going to make the right decision every single time. And that's all I know
2: bet and now before you go i can't just let you just drop that on me and and talk about numbers because i like numbers you said you like nine i like 17 17 they've been they've been they've been bottling up 17 this year they say hey man we need you to take the check down we need you to you know saying think and he's been on the money he's 71 percent passing right now right so he's on the money right now so i have a feeling this is where they say you know what josh let's pop the top a little bit Let's go after nine. Let's show 17 was, let's go, let's show number nine who 17 is. Because the last time I checked, number nine was dealing. He was dealing. And he said 17 packing. He had, he had his receiver going like this to him on the sideline. There ain't going to be none of that. We're going to make sure that 17's on top of it. Let's go, man. Zim, my guy, I appreciate you. Cincinnati Podcast. Yo, y'all go and follow my man on IG. Go follow him on, on Twitter, X, whatever y'all want to call it. Zim, Winston Addy, who they and my man Ace Boogie. We gotta get Ace Boogie on here next time because I got facts. Yes, yes. We're gonna get him on here, but we're gonna we're we gonna, gonna,
3: we gonna do that for the playoffs.
2: Hey, I was about to say we'll see each other in the playoffs, baby. That's my guy. Listen, I appreciate you coming on, boss. And uh, yo, this is a big game, man.
3: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hope everybody come out healthy. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna turn up for our respective teams and keep on doing what we're doing. Keep on supporting my man Rico. I love what you're doing, my brother.
2: That's yes, sir. My man Zim, peace out, brother. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. It's always good to you know what I mean to 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 jump in with fellow content creators you know what I'm saying and 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 just chop it up with respect none of this back and forth I'm going to do this and you're gonna, sometimes you got to you know what I'm saying you got to let these guys talk and you got to you got to understand what they're going through right we as Bills fans already know what we're going through right but I wanted to know like as as a Bengals fan how confident what are they what are they feeling and right now it seems that their confidence level is quite high their confidence level is quite high because, obviously, which makes a lot all the sense, their quarterback's healthier. And apparently, he's got his shisees on, so he's ready to go. He's got his Jordans on. He's ready to go. But motivation is a hell of a drug. Motivation is a hell of a drug. And when someone is reminded constantly of what happened last year, because, I mean, if we all, if we really talk about it, folks, last year was an epic disaster. How we collapsed. And I know everyone has to talk about uh yeah, we had the snowstorm, we had the, the Mars situation, we had, we had, we had, we had. Understood. But when it came down to it, when it came down to it, we got waxed. Whether you however you want to look at it, we got waxed. We lost. But it's the way we lost. It wasn't like it was a barn burner and we just we were back and forth. It was like it, it took the last play of the game. No, we were outplayed. We were out hustled. We were outcoached. We we just were dominated that game and we just didn't make plays. We did not make enough plays. Josh Allen finds Gabe Davis down the sideline right through the bread basket. Beautiful pinpoint accuracy pass drop. It was that type of game. It was that type of game. But when you're constantly reminded of the epic collapse of that game, you can't duplicate that. So motivation is a hell of a drug. So I hope that these Bills, I hope that these players, I hope Coach McDermott, I hope Ken Dorsey, I hope Stephon Diggs and and the the cast, the receiving cast are so motive for, motivated for this game and realizing how much they need this game because you saw it. According to BFF and, and the analytics, there's a 38% chance of making
1: the playoffs for the Bengals if they lose this game. They lose this game. It ain't looking good. There's a seventy percent chance they win this game. They're playoff bound.
2: You go to the Bills side of the the, the Bill side of things. Eighty percent you win this game. There's an eighty percent chance you win. You making this playoffs. And it's all about one game at a time here. It's always one game at a time. We all know that. One game at a time, but oh my gosh, but oh my gosh, we gotta we gotta make sure that we are on. We gotta make sure that we are. We know what's at stake. We gotta be as focused as ever. We gotta be attention to detail. The the silly mistakes that are being made. Nah, we we just can't. And we're on the road. That's the big one, folks. We are on the road. Cincinnati Bengals are over. They have not won against an AFC team yet. Whether that means something or means very little, nonetheless, that is the, that is the, the statistic. And right now, the Bengals at home, and I haven't seen what they're, what, they're, what they're like at home. Let me just double check here. Let's put it this way the Bills on the road, excuse me, home street right now, we're 4, we're four and 1 at home right now. For the Bills. What's going on with the Bengals? The Bengals right now, they're two and one at home. They're two and one at home. All right. So this is an opportunity for us to come in and disturb the peace. DTP. We got to disturb the peace right now. These guys, the Bengals are on a three game win streak. They're coming off a very, very convincing and a very motivating win where all eyes are on the Bengals against the damn San Francisco 49ers and they came out and made Brock Purdy look like Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy was throwing picks, Brock Purdy was inaccurate, Brock Purdy didn't have his best game. And right now the the, the San Francisco 49ers are currently what are they? On a th- a three-game three-game losing streak.
1: If my memory serves me correct, let me just take a look here. They're on a three-game losing streak. So, it's not a great record against the AFC for the Bengals. And the Bills right now need this
2: win, especially because we've, lo- we've lost to the Jets. We've lost to the Patriots. That's two division games that we've lost. We lose, and we've lost, obviously, to the Jaguars. Like, we ain't that much better. We ain't that much better. That, that, that win that we got against the AFC team, obviously, was up against the Dolphins. So we are not that much further ahead than the Bengals in terms of who we've won and lost against in the conference. So this is, this is a massive game. And I got I to gotta give a shout out to the NFL. And I got to give them a big shout out. And I hate them for it. This matchup is huge. And you place the right team to, to match up on a Sunday night. Both teams are in win now <laughs> mode. They need this win, both teams, equally. Equally, because this game can send you spiraling. And now, I was listening to Colin Coward. Colin Coward is, uh, I'm a fan of Colin Coward. I got, no, I got no problems with Colin Coward. A lot of people don't like him because they feel like he's, he's, he's wishy-washy. But understand, when you're in the entertainment business, folks, you have to talk about things. You do this every day for three hours a day. You got to talk about something, and you got to break things down. And he said something that today that was actually pretty cool. Um, I'll play you guys the audio. I'm not, and I, I hope I, I don't want to play it too long, but I'll, I'll, I may have to fast forward a little bit. But I'll play you a little bit of the audio of what Mr. Colin Coward had to say today. And uh, it's a two-minute clip, so I may play the whole thing, but we'll see. So let me, let me hear let me. I want you guys to
0: hear this out here. Bills at Bengals. Buffalo at Cincinnati. It's a real fork in the road game for Buffalo if the bills win they can plant that flag we are back it is us and the chiefs in the afc that's facts if you think about it, it this
2: is a big fork in the road game cuz you win this game all eyes are back on the bills like let's i mean just go short few weeks ago when we took down the mighty dolphins i was waxing the the broncos and putting up on points on people and we came in and put a stomping on them we were at top of the world watch out bills fans watch out nfl the bills are back and they just humbled the miami dolphins right and it was all about the buffalo bills and then the next week we just we pull up we pull a a stinker and you're like what wait wait, 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 a minute wasn't that the team that just beat the dolphins and then they, they pull this act what the heck is going on so this is a very big fork in the road for real. And if we come out on top, it kind of gives us not only the, 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 the gusto, the, the, the surge that this team needs, the confidence, the, the mental is huge. And let, don't get me started on what happens if we lose, but let Colin Carroll keep talking here.
0: We've got it all figured out. Our problems are behind us. Watch out, here we come. And if the Bills lose... It's official. They have peaked. They're officially regressing. It's Chiefs, Bengals, and Jags. That's my gut feeling. Once- and you know the national media, Colin included, would go ham on that
2: because that's what it would be. We lose this game, we drop to five and four. Right? The Dolphins and Chiefs are playing. Who knows how that how that goes? I mean, either one of those teams that win or lose it affects us because I mean these guys are they're they're looking like playoff bound teams. Then you have the Jets that are playing, I think, who are they playing? The Giants? Can't remember who they're playing. They should win that game. So this, this, this would not bode well for the Bills if we lose this game, especially knowing the gauntlet of teams that we've got to play coming up. I mean, I, I, do I have to remind you who we play? Broncos, they're playing a lot better. We should win that game. should get us back on top. And then it really starts. Jets, Eagles. Then we have the bye week. Ooh, thank goodness. And then we face the Chiefs. That should give us some kind of reprieve, if you will, so we can get right back into it. Then we've got the Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. We can't afford to drop any games. We need this. So,
0: yes, it becomes a fork in the freaking road. Again, Buffalo, remember this, a few decades ago, Hall of Fame quarterback, Great defensive pieces, star receiver, all wasted. Those ghosts start to reemerge.
2: 90s Bills, that's what he's talking about. That
0: game last year at home, playoffs against the Bengals, that was embarrassing. Your quarterback and your wide receiver are arguing. It was a perfect game for Buffalo. It was a snow game. It was at home. They couldn't move the chains. They were pushed around. This is a huge game for Buffalo. They need to win. It can't be luck. It can't be circumstance. It needs to be with conviction. It has that same feel. Games like this can matter. Remember a few years ago, Raptors, Sixers. Remember that game? Kawhi Leonard corner, game seven, shoots it, bang, 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 bounces around the rim. It goes in. Raptors go on to win the title. Sixers have never been the same. Emotionally, they were never the same. Ben Simmons, James Harden, they were reaching, trying to make deals. You start losing these big TV games, these standalone, the game of the weekend, the one we're all talking about. And this is a franchise, defensive coordinator just left. Offensive coordinator getting heat. Don't seem to match up wildly inconsistent week to week. Very, very important. So
2: I'm with Colin with what he says, the emotional part, the mental part. The whole uh it changes everything with when the when the Raptors beat the seven the, the 76ers, uh, it was a playoff game, right? But this is a regular season. So I can some some people are like, well, that was playoffs. But forget about it being a playoff game. We know how important the actual game is. And you guys always hear 90% of this game, you know what I'm saying, is is mental. You know what I'm saying? Or what what is it? Is it not like what 90% of this game is mental? Like it's all here. That's physical, you can get all the physicality, but you need you need up here. Up here is the biggest one. And if you're mentally checked out, mentally fragile, mentally uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you're out of it or you're you're shook or whatever, sometimes these losses can do that to you. Right? Pressure coming from outside, whether some people listen to it or not, it could change a lot of things.
1: But a win though, a win, massive
2: massive bro you bring you bring in a letter for net. you brought in a, a, a rasul douglas you brought in uh a uh a linvel joseph so on the cheap you bring in some 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 weapons in here and we put some wins in there and now you've got guys that have some veteran ability that can that yo. Know, and they, they've won rasul douglas has won Leonard Fournette playoff lenny has won so you bring in these guys that have won. Joseph, I believe, in 2010, won his second year in the league or first year in the league uh, with the Giants, I believe. Was it the Giants? I can't remember. Forgive me if I, if I got that wrong. You brought in three guys that that kind of have an idea of, of, of how to win and what it takes and the feeling. So when these things happen, these massive moments, these massive games come about, and we come out on top it makes it does wonders does wonders for your squad that's why we need this game we need this game so the real question now becomes how do we win this game where where are our advantages what could we learn from last week excuse me last week last week yeah where can we learn from last week what could we learn from last year right our past moments in the playoffs. What are these new guys going to bring to the table? Are we do we have a do we have a, the wrong outlook in the locker room? Does Rasul Douglas come in and say, okay, I see what's going on here. This is what they're missing. Boom. Playoff Lenny says, Y'all, I know exactly what y'all missing. Y'all missing some toughness. Y'all missing some grit. Y'all need to, y'all, y'all need that. I got you. Thanks, coach. Took you long enough, but I'm here now. Livell Joseph, obviously, Daquan. Quan going down. He comes in and says, all right, man, y'all need that one tech? I got you. Y'all do what you got to do. Ed Oliver, Edward, get after it. I'll hold the line. So, like, everyone has to play their parts. Play your parts. So now, how is it? How do we establish ourselves? How do we get this win in Cincinnati? First of all, I actually love the fact that we're on the road. I love it. I love that we're on the road. Silence the crowd, and we got to start fast. I know it's easy to say, oh, we got to start fast, but I'm talking about, like, if you get the coin toss, say, I want the football. We're going to march. We're going to put that. We're going to get up there, and we're going to put the pressure on the Bengals. Put the pressure on the Bengals, and they got to come back and march back against us, because if you don't march back, we're going to march back up there and put some points on y'all. Now, I'm looking at the statistics. can't even say it. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at statistics of this Bengals team compared to the Bills team, right? Offensively, right now the Bills are fourth in the league right now at total yards per game at 376. The Bengals right now are ranked 29th at 276 yards. Now, some folks might say, yo, don't don't look at the stats. That don't mean anything. Look at what these guys are doing right now. Well, I'm looking at it over time. What have y'all done? And most, most people might say, yeah, but the Bills haven't looked good the last three games. So what are y'all, what you y'all looking at? But we got to look at it overall. And that's, that's, it's for the numbers, pure numbers, and then we can kind of break it down a little more. Passing yards a game, we're fourth. The Bengals right now are 23rd. And they're getting better though. Rush yards per game, we're averaging 113 yards a game. I expect that to continue. We're ranked 13th. The Bengals right now are ranked 31st. Like I said, my ma- I told my man Zim, y'all don't run the ball, man. You guys don't run the ball, so you guys are going to be pretty much running the football. But if you remember last game, Mixon ran for 160 160- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go
0: the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the
1: extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all
0: over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.
2: 64 yards on us. So we can't sit here. Y'all don't run the ball. It's about the matchup. It's about exploiting something that you see on this defense. Thank goodness that we brought in some beef in the middle because you ain't just about to just run all over us. So you're gonna have to really, you know what I mean you're gonna really have to get after it. And right now, the Bengals right now are 31st in the game. They they've run for 553 yards, and it's at they're averaging 79 yards a pop. The Bills right now, and this is where I don't like this stat right here because we haven't been our best the last three games, but we're averaging 27 points a game, almost 28. The Bengals, on the other hand, they're ranked 23rd and they're scoring 18 points a game. Here's, one, here's the one thing that I do like the Bengals, up, the Bengals put up 31 points on a very good Niners defense last week. And looking at the defensive side of the ball, the Bills in yards allowed were 13th in the game. Pass yards allowed were 10th in the game. We're a top 10 defense on past game, 204 yards. We're 22nd. In the league right now, we're middle, little, a little below middle of the pack. 122 22 yards a game, we're, we're allowing. These guys don't run the ball. So this will be interesting how this plays out. At points allowed per game, 17 points, we're fourth in the game. Even with our depleted defense, we're fourth in the game at 17 points a game. These guys are
1: averaging 18. This is going to be a defensive ball game, ladies and gentlemen. A defensive ball game. It'll be fun. They're ranked 17th in the game. They're, they're, they're averaging 20, 20 points a
2: game allowed. 138 yards a game rushing allowed. That's, that's ranked 28th. So these numbers tell a bit of a story. They tell a bit of a story. We can exploit that defense. We can We just got to pick our moments. And I believe it's got to start with Kincaid soften that middle they won't be able to handle them and if josh can can identify that if josh can identify that 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 is their weakness and he exploits it have them kind of shrink a little bit bring a little bit so they can muddy up the the middle of the field then it opens the game up for your stefan Diggs. opens the game up for your gabe davis opens the game up for khalil shakir that had a nice game last week hopefully we start to kind of put some things, stack some some games together so that way we can have some consistency. Because that's what we that's what we lack with these bills. Consistency. One week you get your tight end heavily involved. One week you get your slot receiver heavily involved. The next you abandon it. One week you're running the ball and we're doing well. And the other week you abandon it. It's, it's, it's very odd. We need we need a level of consistency with this Bill squad. Need that? Without the consistency, you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know what you're gonna get. What is it? Was it? Uh, I've never seen this movie, but uh, uh, what's that? What's that guy that says Jen A? Uh, Forrest Gump. What is it? You never know that that box of chocolate line. You never know what you're gonna get in that box of chocolate.
1: You don't know what the hell Bills team you're gonna get week to week. You're not sure. So hopefully, we come alive. And we start handling what we
2: need to handle at the end of the day. Shout out to my man Walt. What's up, Ronald? Ronald what's happening, brother? Ronald says Bengals' offense seems to be hitting their peak. They certainly are. They're on a three-game win streak. Joe Burrow is starting to get healthy. My man T. Higgins is coming around the corner. Jamar Chase and Joe Schaefer seem to be lockstep, and they're 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 thriving right now. They're hitting their stride right now. So these bills got to come in and disrupt that. And we've got a good enough defense that we can. And I love to see this. This matchup is going to be a fun one. If you guys are going to be joining us live while Pierre hits this one, he is going to be a freaking roller coaster. He'll be up and down. I'll tell you this right now because this game presents that. This is a very good team that we're going to face. And. They have the edge on us because they've beaten us in the playoffs, where it mattered the most, and they were on their way to beating us in the regular season. So this is a game of redemption. If you got, if you got, you know what I'm saying. If you got some, some, some character, if you got some, you know what I mean. Some, some. some you, you, if you want to drop your nuts, this is the time to drop your nuts, and you know what I'm saying, and punch it right back in the mouth. Because right now, when they socked us in the mouth, they had us holding our jaw with an ice pack.
1: They sent us home packing. They packed our shit and sent us home, man. We're healed up now. Now it's time to go hit him back in the mouth. We got to. It's necessary.
2: And we've got got some players that are are coming along now. Rasul Douglas, if Rasul Douglas comes in and plays, he's got a great feel for zone. He's got a great feel for the game. This would be a nice shot in the arm for this defense. Von Miller seems to be getting his his legs under him. He's starting to get around the corner. He's starting to get to, you know what I mean, get to what he's doing. This will be an ideal opportunity for him to jump on this. Would it be nice? We didn't have him last time. This would be nice. Get Von Miller on that squad. Get Greg Rousseau going. Edward coming back in. Now you got Livel Joseph that's going to be clogging up the middle. This this
1: is a massive game. Massive game for these Bills. We got to take it. We got to take it to him. Shout out to my man,
2: Ravens for life. So what's happening, man? Sorry to say, but the bill's about to get smoked. Y'all too injured on D. I see Cincinnati putting up 40 points on y'all. Damn. I don't even think Cincinnati put up 40
1: points all year. And you think they're going to put 40 points on us? That is, that is something. I mean, I get it. You're a Ravens guy.
2: But you don't want to root for the freaking Bengals, do you? <laughs> you want them to lose. But you probably feel good because you're a Ravens guy, so you're already a, you're at the top. I get it. But let's, get, let's not get it twisted, folks. Let's not get it twisted. These, these guys have come close to 40 points once, and it was against the, the freaking Cardinals with Josh Dobbs playing. So let's let's pump the brakes just a little bit. We respect the squad. Don't get me wrong. but Bengals putting up 40. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. You might, you might want to relax on that one. This defense is still a damn good defense. Don't get me wrong. The Ravens defense right now is, I think, allowing 15 points a game or something like that. The Bills are right behind y'all with 17.
1: Chill out. 40 points. Relax. <laughs> you tripping. But this is a huge game. And I need y'all to know that.
2: I need y'all to know that. And I'm trying, I'm trying to think of, like, who, who came the closest to putting up 40 points on us? The closest anybody came to putting up that that many points on us was the, damn, was the Patriots, for crying out loud. And that was an anomaly. The Patriots put up 29 points. I don't know what the hell we were smoking that day. But something was up.
1: It ain't going to happen. 40 points. Now, the Ravens, I'm sure we'll see y'all in the playoffs. Let's let
2: us make the playoffs first. Let me let's just put it that way. You know what I'm saying? When y'all stop playing these cupcakes that you play right now, and you play, you know, say some good ass squads, then we can talk about it. Then we could talk about it. But this this game, this matchup is huge. So how do we win this game? How do we win this game? If if we're going to to establish something, if we're going to unveil this new, this new look offense, and I say new look because we're, we're sprinkling in giving you know, mean that 12 personnel, and I think Quentin Morris comes back because now with Quentin Morris back, it allows us to get back into 12 personnel mode, at least to sprinkle that in. So we'll see how, and he's healthy, he's ready to go. So 12 personnel becomes a thing again. We can now be a little more balanced against the Bengals. We will run the game. We, excuse me, we will run the game. We will run the football. We will take what is given to us. We won't be forced to go deep. We will not be forced to try to take the big shot because you think that Josh wants to take it. He's been a, he's a little more refined this year. Does he want to take the top off the defense? Absolutely, he does. But he's a tad more refined this year where he's having to take the the dump offs. He's taking more dump offs this year than I've never that I've ever seen him as a, as a damn quarterback for the Bills. So that being said, you're facing a different-minded quarterback. One that will take what's given, move the sticks, keep it rolling. He just can't get out of character and start going and falling into the trap of Sweet Lou Amaro Ammonaro. What is it? Sounds is like Anamaro. So we'll see how that plays out. So first things first, how we how we establish ourselves and how do we win this game? I got three three. Three things that stood out to me, and I'm gonna share more on the pregame, but three things that stand out to me on how we can establish that is that us going back to 12 personnel and having a more of a balanced offense. We're not, we're not, we're not sitting here dependent on the pass and can't run the football. And I think I think this is why McDermott has been stressing or so so the rumors say that he's been having his foot in or his thumb in the in the offense, his imprint to not be one dimensional. I want you to be able to run the football and pass the football, and right now we're kind of like that. Thank you. Ana Rumo. L- Sweet Lou Ana Maruma. Rumo. Thank you for that, by the way. So I think ju- I think McDermott's m- involvement, if you will, according to Ken Dorsey or his influence, if you will, I think it'll, it'll pay dividends in this game. I think that we'll see more an emphasis on us. Ground and pound. Let's, let's control the clock. Let's control the trenches. And, and they can't just force us to be one dimensional. So we will run the football. I feel that we will. Especially with Leonard Fournette, And I hope he does play. This would be great. Get him a few touches in the game. See how that plays out. Let's roll. So establish that damn run. We will run the football. That's a damn fact. We will run the football. So
1: you got to run that damn Run that thing. Secondly. Secondly, listen, man, not that he won't do it, but
2: Joe is super cool, man. He's, he's, and I say super cool, meaning like he, he isn't rattled. He's not rattled. He's like Josh, man. Josh doesn't get rattled, man. You want to, you want to pressure him and, and, and blitz him. He will find that void and, and make you pay for it. Joe Burrow is kind of the same thing, but that pass rush is going to be massive. And that's my second key. That pass rush that absolutely did nothing last game against the Bengals. They were non-existent. You guys saw. They weren't even, get, they weren't even able to get to Joe Burrow. That pass rush is, is going to be immense this game. We need that pass rush. Greg Russo, Von Miller, Ed Oliver, A.J. Epinesa. The guys that we pay handsomely to be on the squad and get after it, y'all need to do your job. It's all about the trenches. We have to win the trenches, but more on the defensive side of the ball. Because that was the one thing that pissed me off is that we were not able to put any pressure on Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow
1: had all the time in the world and he was doing whatever he does. We can't have that. We cannot. So number one, let's establish that run. Let's not quit on
2: the run. Let's, we have to run the football. And the fact that we will potentially have Quinton Morris back allows us to go back to the twelve personnel. Not all day, every day, but we will be able to present that to that Bengals defense. You're not going to know what the hell's coming your way. You can't. We can't let you dictate that. Secondly, we got to win in the trenches on the defensive side of the ball. We had no pressure, none, on Joe Burrow the last the last matchup the Bills had with the with the with the Bengals. I don't. Th- I don't even think we sacked him not once. And that was a guy that was getting that was getting just murdered at the beginning of the year last year. Just he couldn't stay on his, he couldn't stay on his feet. He was always on his back. And I'm looking at the, I'm looking, I'm going back to the Bengals game, 27, 10. I'm looking at, I'm just looking to see if we even recorded a statistic on the defense. recording as a sack.
1: Not even, he didn't get sacked once folks. Oh, she he got sacked twice. Joe Burrow was sacked twice. Forgive me. And let me see who, my, who, who our sack artists were. It was Matt Milano.
2: Excuse me. He was sacked once for two yards. Matt Milano was our, our linebacker, was the guy that was able to get it. So that means we had to generate a pass rush by blitzing in order for us to get there. So hopefully, that changes. QB hits. We had three QB hits on Joe Burrow. In, the last play, in that last playoff game, they had eight QB hits on Josh Allen in that playoff game. So that goes to tell you what we need to be done. What needs to be done? Get after it. So pressure from the defensive front, need that. Get that run game going. And last but not least, and I mean this with, the, with all my, my heart, get 14 involved. You get that brother involved. Everything else opens up. It opens up for James Cook. It opens up for Kincaid. It opens up for our guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh Gabe Davis, Kalusha Keir. It opens the game up. Because they're gonna they're gonna be doubling him. They're gonna be do. So try to get him evolved to the point where they're, they're gonna have to focus on 14. What now allows with a new outlook on this offense, allows Josh to now cook other places. And maybe we will see what Josh and, excuse me, what Coach and Ken Dorsey have been wanting to do all year. We faced a team that we played last year that made us one-dimensional, passing the football, couldn't couldn't run the ball, a damn lick. And here we are. I mean, look, last year, how many, we ran for 64 yards total, and guess what? Josh Allen had 26 of them off of eight carries. Devin Singletary was our next leading rusher at 25.
1: That ain't going to cut it. We just we definitely going to run the ball. 64 yards? Nah, you tripping. There ain't no way. Ain't no way.
2: Meanwhile, the freaking Cincinnati Bengals ran for 172 yards on us last week. Ain't no way. Ain't no damn way. We got to get our act together. Stephon Diggs, get yourself involved. That's, that's a key matchup. We got you. you. You get that boy involved. Everything else opens up. Defensive front, get after Joe Burrow. Make them uncomfortable. Move that pocket for crying out loud. We can't have that. We can't, we can't be generating. I mean, Matt Milano was the guy that got us, got us the, the sack off of that. Nah. And we don't got Matt Milano. So we got to get after it. And I got it. There's one underrated one that I got to jump into. Pen- penalties. Penalties, penalties, penalties. We can't have that, man.
1: I'd love to know where we rank in terms of penalties this year. Because that is what, what kills us. It kills momentum. It sends us back like we just can't, man. I'm about to check to see what we're looking at right now in terms of penalties per game.
2: So right now, golly, all right, in eight games. See, this is the problem, folks. I'm going to tell you right now. This is the problem. In eight games that we played this year, we
1: ranked seventh. Excuse me. We ranked second. We've run, uh, eleven ninety-one plays. We've against. Oh, sorry, and I'm, I'm trying to catch you. Golly, man!
2: Total flags called on the Bills sixty-four this year. Sixty-four.
1: I want to see where we rank. So we are the one, two, three, four. Fifth most penalized team in the game.
2: We got it. We got to cut that out, man. 35 of them being at home, 20 away. Three of them have been offsetting. Six have been declined. Pre-snap flags. Listen to this. Pre-snap flags, 20 of them. 20 pre-snap flags. Where does that rank us? Indianapolis is first at 26. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're eighth in the game with pre-snap flags. Yeah, that ain't, listen, we can't. We can't. There you go, folks. That That's the underrated thing, that we take too many stupid penalties that back us up and take us out of contention, that take us out of a proper field position. Discipline, man. We got to get back to being disciplined. Get off this, this, this whole, like, we, we, we just can't, man. You're not gonna win many games, and you're gonna put yourself in trouble, or you're gonna you're, you're sitting here digging yourself out of holes that you got no business being in by taking these stupid, unnecessary penalties. We gotta cut it out.
1: Sixty-five freaking penalties, sixty-five flags thrown on us. Mm-mm, nah, we can't have that.
2: We cannot have that. So, folks, those are the three, and I don't want to give too much away because obviously. Sunday night is going to be an epic day. We got the Chiefs Dolphins that go off on Sunday morning, and then we got football the rest of the day, and then we have the Sunday night game. It's going to be huge. So, it is going to be fun. Now, before we get out of here, you guys already know what it is, man. We got to do our Friday pick-ems. pick-ems baby. We got to do our Friday pick-ems. And uh, if you guys are are interested in that, let's jump into it. And then I'm going to get out of here, and you guys can enjoy your evening and by the way you notice that the show was done a little earlier than we normally uh we had to you know I mean, sometimes you gotta adjust for your guests man if they say hey i can't make it till that time you gotta keep switch it up you're damn right i can so i'm a little i'm a little earlier than i normally am but here we are folks here we are so let's take a look at the schedule
1: for this week and we're about to pick the games and get this thing cracking
2: let me just let me just pop this thing open because I gotta get the right one here. There we go. NFL schedule. There we go. There we go. So here's the deal: Miami at Kansas City. Miami at Kansas City. How do you guys feel about this game coming up? Miami at Kansas City. You got Tyreek Hill going back, back to Kansas City. I mean, they're in Germany. They're playing in Germany, so really they're on, they're on a neutral field. This this whole overseas nonsense. I'm over it. So over it. So. Kansas City is a 10 a.m. game. Are you, you guys, I mean, 9 a.m. for you guys, 10 10:30 for me. You guys will have to get get up and and watch that game. That'll be interesting. That'll set the tone for this Sunday.
1: Who do you think has it? Is it Kansas City that takes the dominance and goes over and takes the
2: and and handles business against their former receiver, or do the Dolphins come in and take down the
1: damn Chiefs? What do you guys think? This one's a tough one, man. This one is a very tough one. I'm not sure. Ravens for life. What you got, Ravens? Ravens for life says, yo,
2: I got Casey Swift will be there. (laughs) She's definitely not going to miss a trip to go to Germany. So she'll probably be there for sure. Uh, That's a tough one for me, folks. I have no idea with this one. Miami's been looking pretty good. Obviously, Raheem Mostert is doing his thing. They're gonna get Devin A-chain back the next couple weeks, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out for these guys. I'm gonna go, Ooh. and KC hasn't looked like KC as of late, man. And if if Travis Kelsey doesn't have the game that you know I mean we're accustomed to him having, it puts it puts the 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 Chiefs in trouble. I'm going to give the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt. I think they're going to be ready to go. Tyreek wants this badly. I think I'm going to give the Dolphins this one. And really, there's no right answer for this game, by the way. (laughs) There's no right answer. I don't want the Chiefs to win, and I don't want the Dolphins to win. I mean, for all I care, I hope they tie. Tie game and call it a day, but it's not going to happen. There's going to be a winner. I'm going to say Dolphins over Chiefs. Dolphins over Chiefs. It's an emotional win. I think they take this one. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. on I mean, I don't want any of these teams to win. So I got to pick one. So Hill is definitely going to want out. He's going to want to do some things. Ramsey. Ramsey is going to be playing. He's he, I mean, so there, there's a little of confidence on the Dolphins squad right now. So I'm going to give the Dolphins this, this matchup. I'm going to give the Finns this matchup. Let's go to the next one here. Minnesota at Atlanta. Well, Kirk Cousins ain't playing. So I'm taking Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta's got a low key, pretty decent defense. Um, so Vikings, I mean, I don't know anything about this new quarterback that y'all got. Um, I know you guys got Josh Dobbs to come in and take over eventually. But right now, there's no other way to look at it, man. Uh, I can't do it. I got to give, I got to give, uh, give Atlanta the win. My man, Mike Hartle, what's up, Mike? Mike says, yo, what was your upset special last week? I think my upset special was the Jets over the Eagles. Or was it the two weeks ago? What was my upset special? I can't even remember now. Did I pick an upset special last week, guys? I can't recall. I didn't write write them down. I did it on the fly. So I'm writing them down now. So you know what, Mike? I apologize. I know I picked one, but I think I was wrong about my upset special from last week. Actually, you know what? Let me just go back. I'll tell you right now. When I was picking the upset for last week, I think I picked... um, I wanted to pick Philly over... uh, Excuse me, uh, Washington over Philly, but I didn't pick that game. I think I picked – uh who did I pick? I don't even remember. Dude, I don't remember, man. I don't remember. I'm not even going to bother. All right, let's move on to the next. Let's get on to it. Let's get on with it. Get on with it, folks. All right, here we go. Uh, so Atlanta over Minnesota. Arizona, Cleveland. Jay, listen, they got P.J. Walker at the quarterback, and then they got some random Tunchy. Tunchy, uh, whoever the quarterback is that's going to be for – the Cardinals that's a shit show of a game but that defense that Browns defense is too damn good so I'm gonna go Browns over the Cardinals I mean I don't I there's, there's I can't there's, there's nothing else about it I can that game's just a shit show don't even televise that thing <laughs> don't even televise it LA Rams at Green Bay uh give me the Rams over Green Bay they don't know what the hell's going on at quarterback, Jordan Love. They're not even throwing they're not even getting the run game established with Aaron Jones. It's a joke. Um, and they just lost Rasul Douglas. They just we we stole their heart and the soul of that team, of that defense. And you expect them to go and play the Rams and beat the Rams? Not happening. Rams over Green Bay. I'm taking that, no problem.
1: Here we go. Washington at New England. Uh give me Washington. Washington,
2: I ironically like I me. Mean, listen, I know they lost two defensive pieces, and Josh. What is it? Josh Sweat was it? Josh Sweat. Joshua. I'm saying Josh Joshua. I'm saying. Uh, they lost Young, and I think they lost Sweat. was it? Sweat they lost? Yeah, I think they lost Sweat to the Bears. So like, they weren't really doing much anyway for the, the Commanders. So the Commanders are now. You know what I mean? They gotta they gotta get it together. Somebody's gotta step up, and right now new. Listen, New England is just New England's a mess, man. New England is Mont- Is it Montez Sweat? I said Josh Sweat. <laughs> Thank you, Montez Sweat. Um, yeah, man, I'm gonna take Washington over Washington over any. Fuck New England, you know. I, I, listen, although New England is still taking their L's, I still don't care. I can't. I can't fuck with those guys, man. Fuck them. Chicago at New Orleans, man. Who gives a damn, man? Give me New Orleans. New Orleans over Chicago. I mean, Chicago would have a chance if they put Nate Peterman in the game, but it's not happening. So, uh, New Orleans will take that game. Uh, Seattle at Baltimore. Seattle at Baltimore, man. Seattle plays teams tough, bro. They play teams tough. They really do. Kenneth Walker's doing their thing out there. Geno Smith, um, you know what I'm saying? He's he dialing up. They're healthy over there, man. But Baltimore's playing tight. Baltimore, I'm going to come back to that one. I'm gonna come back to that one. I ain't gonna. I'm gonna come back to that one. That one's I'm not sure about. Um, Tampa Bay, Houston. I low key f with Houston, bro. I really low key. I f with Houston. I'm taking Houston over Tampa. I don't like the run game. Rashad White ain't that dude. He's just not. He's a big. He can ball, He can catch the ball. That's a lie. Let, let me bring it back. They're not establishing the run enough for me to in, to like them. And I like. I, like, I got to roll with my guy Devin Singletary. He's out there. Pierce is out there. They got some young bucks out there, and C.J. Stroud is doing it. He's cooking out there. So I'm giving. I'm giving C.J. Stroud over Baker Mayfield. I'm gonna take that. Take that all day. Uh, Indy at Carolina. Carolina's off. They got a huge win last week. Is this the time that the young quarterback starts to kind of get dial up and get their things together? Indy at Carolina. I need your help with that one because I don't know this one. Indy at Carolina. Who y'all like? Indy at Carolina. Indy at Carolina. Oh. Gardner Minshew is a quarterback in. JT is running the football out there. Um, if I'm if I'm going by nah, give me Indy. I, I trust the run game in Indianapolis over uh over Carolina. Okay, Carolina. That happened with me, man. Uh Giants at Las Vegas. Give me the Vegas Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders over the Giants. They got Daniel Jones coming back. He's a bum. He's an absolute. He's an absolute bum. And I'm taking the rookie. They're Jim, They're benching Jimmy G. And they're just starting the rookie. And I think they got a new head coach. And they play for that head coach. And they got that bum McDaniel's out of there. And the GM and the offense coordinator. Give me Las Vegas Raiders over the uh, the New York Giants. The Giants, The Brian Dable just. Bro, I feel you. You got the you got coach of the year last year. I know you 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 deserved it, but like now you got to do it again. And right now your team is not your team is, is is looking sus right now, bro. They sus right now, kid. So Giants, you're taking that L. Man, Raiders over the Giants, and uh, I got Buffalo over Cincinnati. Why do I have Buffalo over Cincinnati? Because we freaking need this game. We need it, and and I feel that we actually can beat them. I feel that we can beat them. And then usually you guys, I tell you if I feel good about a game and I don't feel good about it and I, I don't feel great about it, but I know how much we need this game. We need this game. Right. And we're going on the road. I think going on the road is going to be good for us. And I think we come out on top and we take down the, the freaking Joe Burrow led Bengals. Right now, when I did my prediction before the season, I had the, I had the Bengals beating us again. I really hope. That I'm wrong, my prediction, and that we come out on top because Lord knows we need this thing. We need this game, and uh, I hope we we take it. So, Buffalo over Cincinnati uh, for the Sunday night game. Uh, Dallas, Philly, Dallas and Philly. Yo, you know what? I kind of, that's a Dallas team is a team I don't really like. Hold on, my man Raven said, what we, he said, uh, Rico, if you was putting 500 on the game, would you still take the, (laughs) you know what, if I'm putting $500 on it? Yeah, I'll take him. I'm Listen, I'm confident, man. You guys, Ravens, you know me, man. You've been watching me for a long time. I try not to mince and waver back and forth. I try to, you know what I mean? If I say something, I say something. I mean it. And I actually, I actually genuinely like this game. If you were to ask me the first week, Giants and Jets, excuse me, the Bills and Jets, I would have said, yo, put my money on the Jets because I don't feel good about this one. And I was right. But uh, I hated being right, but I was. But uh, in this game right here, man, Philly and the Cowboys. And Philly's at home. They got a run game. A.J. Brown is playing out of his mock. Yo, give me Philly over Dallas. And even in that game is a big one. That's a big game that's happening right now. So give me Philly over the Dallas Cowboys. And that's a game that we can watch, actually. That's at 525, so I'll take that. And then last but not least, we got the Chargers. The Chargers and the Jets. Ooh, that's a good one. The Chargers and the Jets. The Chargers and the Jets. The Chargers and the Jets. Well, yo, I don't trust Zach. I don't trust Zach Wilson, man. I don't trust him. Give me the Chargers over the Jets. And I'll gladly take the Jets to lose because right now they're on our ass right now. And I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. So uh, my upset of the week, I've made my decision. I'm taking Seattle over the Ravens. That's my upset of the week. Seattle, I couldn't make, I couldn't decide, but I think DK, I think Kenneth Walker, I think Geno Smith, uh, I think they They. They come out and they, they, they clip the wings of the Ravens. Sorry, Ravens for life. I think you guys are going to lose this game, bro. I think you guys, I think this is the upset of the week and it's an upset because they're not supposed to win. They're not supposed to win, but I'm going to tell you, I'm taking that, I'm taking that squad, man. I'm taking that squad. What well, shout out to my man, Silas. What's up, Si? What's going on, bro? Silas says, yo, this ain't the same team from last year, bro. We have the advantage on the trenches. And I'm, tr- I'm tired of the Bengals <laughs> whining about everything. Shut up and play. And you know what? I was saying this earlier. I don't know how long you've been watching, Silas, But I said one of the keys to this victory is the trenches. We didn't put enough on them last year. But you know what I mean? We're a little healthier this time. We have guys that are motivated. We have guys that, you know what I'm saying? They're, they know what's at stake. We know what happened. We knew, we knew. We knew what happened last game. We know. So now, now that we know what's going on, we're on the road. We're focused. We're ready to go. We know what's at stake, yo. We're coming for that. We need that. So trenches is going to be very important in this one. I think that we have the advantage. Now, don't get me wrong. Trey, Henders- Trey Henderson Trey Hendrickson is nice. That boy can play. Uh, they, they're 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 Sam Laback who can play. They got a good roster out there. In Cincinnati land, they really do. And I'm not gonna take away from them. They got a good little squad out there. Uh, they're doing it. Sam Hubbard is doing his thing. Like, I get it, man. DJ Reader, like they got some good guys. Josh Topu is out, he's adept, he's a second uh dt's out, but uh yeah, BJ Hill. They got some guys, man. Trey Henderson, obviously, you guys know Logan Wilson. Jermaine Pratt is always he's a, a good middle linebacker, he's uh athletic, and uh we're gonna see how we deal with this back this backfield. Will we test, and this is the big one. This is another point I want to make. Are we going to test the defensive backfield of these Bengals? We got to test them. We got to reach out and touch them a little bit and see how they respond. That's why when I said, if coin toss, we win that coin toss, I want football. I want the Bills to say, I want the ball. Let's roll. Let's go. Don't play scared. Ain't no time to play scared, man. We're going going into a crucial week. We got we to handle our business. We got to handle our business. man. So let's go over the pick'ems, and uh, and then we're we going to get out of here, man. So Dolphins over Chiefs. I think I'm taking the Dolphins, man. I think Dolphins over Chiefs, Atlanta over the Vikings, Browns over Cardinals, Rams over Green Bay. I got Washington over New England. I got New Orleans over Chicago. My upset special, I got the Seattle Seahawks. See, Haddle Seahawks over the Ravens. I got Houston over Tampa, Indy over Carolina. I got the Raiders over the Giants. I got Buffalo over Cincy, Philly over the Cowboys. That's a tough one, but I'm going to take Philly. They're at home. And I like what A.J. Brown is doing right now. A.J. Brown just can't be stopped. But that defense for the Cowboys is no joke either. So that's a tough one. But I'll take Philly because Philly's at home, and I think Philly, Philly gets this one. And then the Chargers over the Jets. I just don't trust Aaron Wilson. Excuse me, Aaron Wilson. Um, Zach Wilson. I just don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him, but I do love me some Brees Hall. So if they can establish a run and get Brees Hall going, it's a different ball game. But the last at the end of the day, your quarterback is how far you get by your quarterback play. So that's the way I look at it. By the way, I got uh oh, I got a I got a comment coming in from my, my man Mark it says Seahawks and Ravens are going to be a throwdown. I think so too, man. Because that's a good defense. Tariq Woolen out there, Adams is healthy. They got some they got some good guys out there, man. And Geno Smith, if Geno Smith can can put some things together and Dak, excuse me, DK, DK, can you get started? Tyler Lockett can get started. Like, yo, they could do that. And Smith and Jigba, they got a good squad out there, man. It's just Gino's got to, he's got to let it fly. He's got to let it fly, man. Let it go. So uh, I'll take that, man. My man Ravens for life is not liking this stuff. He's like, yo, y'all picking against my damn, (laughs) my Ravens. (laughs) Yo, when Ravens win, I will be in your live chat Sunday. You better be in the live chat when they lose too, bro. (laughs) <laughs> you better be in there but uh that's gonna be a good matchup nonetheless that's why it's an upset special because what's supposed to happen is the ravens are supposed to come through but don't get me wrong the ravens they they lost a stinker not too long ago a team that they should have, they had no business losing against and away and, and i don't know what happened who'd you guys lose to again i can't i'm trying to think of who y'all lost to because you guys had no no business losing to that squad y'all lost to uh Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers 17 10. And then you lost to freaking Indianapolis in overtime. Fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at look. I'm looking at your your hold on. Let me look at this this Ravens. Y'all played Houston. Then you guys played Cincinnati the week two, which was a tough, tough game, 27-24. Then y'all lost to the Colts. Then y'all whooped the, the uh the Cleveland Browns. Then you lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers to Kenny Pickett and them boys. Then you won against Tennessee against whoever I don't know who the hell was quarterback in that day Tannehill whoever. Then y'all y'all won convinced against Detroit. Detroit's a good team. That's a good win. Then y'all went through a barn burner with with Car- the Cardinals. Fam, I mean, y'all got some wins, but like, nothing special. <laughs> nothing special, bro. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man. Like, listen, the the league is is full of parity. First of all, and this is what the NFL wants. They want they don't want things to come easy. Where things teams are just blowing teams out. I mean, if you look at the standings, let's go. To, let's go to the standings and all over the place. Like there, there really isn't. You're not going to sit here and and find that someone, this one team that's killing the game. Everyone's taking some losses. Everyone's taking some licks, and uh, it's like there's not one team that's sitting here just killing it. So this is actually a testament to. How the league is looking at looking out? Like right now, the Miami Dolphins are six and two, Baltimore is six and two, Jacksonville is six and two, Kansas City is six and two, and Philly is seven and one, Detroit is six and two, and then the NFC South is a mess. And then Seattle's five and two. Yo, there's some good squads, man. Everywhere, just that NFC South is just a mess. Atlanta's four and four, Tampa's three and four, New Orleans is four and four. What a mess! That's a that's a mess out there. Anyway. Folks, that time. If you guys enjoyed the show, do me a favor, smash that like. If you guys have not hit that notification bell, hit that notification bell, people. Hit that notification bell so that way you guys know when I'm going live. Uh, I'm also going to be doing a um a um I guess a piece for mutual Report on Monday. They got me uh they got me talking NFL man. I'm actually uh, once they once they give me my what I'm gonna be talking on. I think I'll be speaking on power rankings and what teams are power ranked where, and my opinion on where they're power ranked. So that'll be fun. Uh, and it might be not the top 10. It might be about like 10 to 20 and where these things are ranked. So I'll be hitting up on the bleach report. So hit me up on there. I'll let you guys know ahead of time what's going on. And then I'm back at it again. Sunday night. Y'all know what it is, man. Sunday night. We're going to talk about it Saturday. My man Rev is going to be talking the game up and then we'll see you guys Sunday night pregame. And then we're gonna do the game up. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to, I'm, We need this win. We need the win against the Bengals in the worst way, the same way they need it. We need it too. And just to give you guys a reminder, man, if those Bengals lose this game, there's 38 percent chance of making the play of, of excuse me, 38 percent chance of making the playoffs if they lose this game. If they win against the Bills, they have a 70 70 percent chance of winning it. The Bills win this game, 80 percent chance of making that playoffs. We lose this one. We're still up. It's a 50% chance. 50% chance of making the playoffs. So I don't want to fall in that position of 50%. Maybe we don't. Maybe not. I, I ain't with that. Let's get this win. Let's get this huge win on the road at that. And then it just gives us all the confidence in the world. Then we go in and stack another W against the Broncos. Then we take the Broncos down. And then we get ready. We get ready for, you know what I'm saying, a big matchup against the Eagles. That's what it comes down to, folks. We got to take the Eagles down, and then we start to kind of establish ourselves as one of the top dogs in the game. We got no choice. We got to do it. So let's take down these Bengals. Let's get a dub against the Broncos. Oh, shit, then we get the Jets first. Let's tune up the Jets. We got to repay them, get them back, tune them up, and then hit up the Eagles. We ain't done yet, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Let's get after it. Let's get after it, my man. Bengals. Uh. Uh. My man. Tevin. Tevin says, "Yo, the Bengals are zero three in the AFC, and we're one and three. We're no. We're no. We're no better, folks. We're no better. We lost to the Jets, right? We. We. Uh. We lost to the Jaguars. We lost to the Patriots." And then the only teams we beat, are we, we, we beat the Raiders in the AFC, and we
1: beat the Dolphins in the AFC. So we're two and three. No better. We're not that much better. All right? So, huge game. We got to get this one. So you guys have yourself a
2: fantastic night. I appreciate you guys always. My upset special, you guys already know what it is. Seattle over the Ravens. So that's it for me, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Smash! I like while you guys are here. Please do not leave without smashing like. Let's get this video to on a Friday night. Let's get it to what 425. Let's get 425 likes on this uh, wonderful uh, Friday evening, and uh, and we can get out of here, man. So let me give you guys a little symphony outcast. Your mama and you, you know what it is, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a fantastic evening. Enjoy yourselves. It's your boy, Rico. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Appreciate y'all. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Let's go. Woo. You like that outcast? You guys don't know about that, man. a lot of people try to say, yo, what song is that? Sometimes I got to keep my secrets, people. I got to keep my secrets. Anyway, we'll catch you guys, man. Enjoy yourself. Peace.